and you have just crossed the line. End of debate. Report to the cargo bay and remain there until this is over. Is that understood? You're looking very fresh-faced, booby, and, and uh, thank you. And you lovely all look, today. You all look lovely. I just took a shower. Now, what? Your 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 dog Trixie is giving you drama, Dan? Uh, no, she's giving me scars, but it's it's okay because she because the dog. she's a pitbull. Pity. She's a pity. It's a pity. Yeah. Hello. She's a pity. It's yeah. a pity. You Hello. already have a wife. You know that song by Tanya Stevens? It's a pity. I, I think, I think you know the answer to that, Mike. Douglas. It goes like I this, Dan. <laughs> it's a pity. You already have a wife. Is she is she Tagalog? She's it's she's a pity. Jam- she's Jamaican. She oh. also she also sings and a hot like way, like way, and a hot like way. Ms. No, Matenga, uh, you know that song. I know that song. I know I that song. But she My... also does it's a pity. My mic is kicking ass and it's throwing me. I'm sorry. Well, hello, everyone. Dan, how is everything? Aside from being mauled by your dog. Yeah, I mean, aside from the constant physical abuse I endure in my home. And that's uh, just from Rich. I'm telling you. Yeah. If you weren't so handsome. What? Exactly. Exactly. Thank God for the donut I'm currently sitting on. You know, it's like, excuse me. (laughs) And you don't mean like an extra accoutrement. You mean your donuts. You're not talking about no pillow. Uh Uh-uh, honey. Honey, when Dan talk about his dirty pillow, he means something else. At this point, at this point, Dan's got a crispy, a crispy cream donut. What? You know, it's powdered. It's powder and it's, and, and it's kind of, it's sweet, but it's wet and it's Girl. kind of hard. But after Gay Pride Weekend, it's a crawler. Oh, it's like a crawler. Huh? Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, it's a crawler. But we're not here to talk about crawlers. We're going to talk about Star Trek. What a great minute. drag name. It's a crawler. It's a crawler. It's a crawler. Yeah, I like it. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so I assume everybody watched the episodes, plural. Drag Race? Yes, oh, ma'am. Oh, you meant, oh, sorry. You're not talking about Drag Race, bitch. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Actually, I woke up this morning. It was the first thing I watched was Drag Race. I have, don't we'll, spoil we'll it. I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. So Please. No, I'm not going to spoil anything, but that bitch. How you know what I'm, I'm, about, I'm not going to spoil anything, but blah, no, hello. <laughs> we'll circle back to Drag Race. You know, I had an idea for one of the Drag Race alumni. Um, yeah. Picture a line of pet snacks called La Treats Royale. Ooh. La Treats oh. Royale. Pet Chunky snacks. but funky. Chunky but funky. Yes. All mm. kinds of flavors. And they're made in Chicago, bitch. Girl, they're so good. They're almost illegal. Hello. Okay. So speaking of illegal. Speaking of illegal. So I, I just want to say, ladies, you know, this is it. Yes. We, have, we, have, we are bringing this to a rousing conclusion. We hope this is emotional, co- an emotional and rousing conclusion, not just uh, uh, Voyager itself, but the, the but this show, uh, Fire Chicote. And I just want to say that it is so fitting and so lovely that we have Dan here with us today. Dan DB from is, Gays in Space. Who, I mean, I feel like Dan for like to us, Dan was kind of like our Denise Crosby, our John Delancey. He would come in every once in a while and take the emotional temperature of the show and add his fierceness. Yes. And uh, I just want to say that you were like, uh, in, you know, not just an honorary member of the show, but of the family. And we just love you. Yes, we and do. let's do this one more 
one more, you know, one once more, more with feeling. Once yes. more with, yes, Dan, yes, we do love you. And you have been an integral part of this show. Absolutely. For the, for the seven or eight years we've been doing it, it's been so great to have you <laughs> along because it's not about the destination. It's, it's about the, the journey. journey. Oh, no, that's backwards because it's not about the journey. No, that is right. You're right. I don't know, but we're doing fire Chicote. This is Mike Diamond. This is Miss Matinga. This is Boobs and special guest. Say hello. Dan Deavy from Gays in Space. Gays in Space. Miss Dan, I saw the most love. Before we get into the meat of uh, of this particular episode, I saw this lovely video of you um, honoring Nichelle Nichols. It was uh, actually LA Comic Con in early December. It uh, was her retirement convention, her farewell convention. She has now officially retired from doing conventions and- And maybe public life. And yeah, most likely. The thing though, you know, just between us and, you know, millions of people that will watch this. Eventually. um, Eventually, yeah. She, yes, she has certainly aged and she is not in the best of health but she had she has good moments and bad moments when she's having a good moment it's her she is there exactly the way that I remember her from I had done an interview with her in 2013 and there you know she she just kind of has to sit and really kind of focus on one thing that's happening and you can see you can see it come back in her face she got up and danced with like four people that night she was in a wheelchair but the wheelchair went out onto the dance floor and she you know dancing is happening all around her and she was like i ain't sitting this out and so she did she was dancing it was What was so lovely was, uh, first of all, your impassioned and lovely speech to her and your voice cracking. I mean, I was really tearful at the end, but what really pushed it over the top was um, she called you over and she was saying how much that she just loved everybody in the crowd, this LGBTQ uh, moment that was happening. It was really heartfelt. It was really beautiful. And then she took your face dan and she gave you a kiss but the way she held your forehead to hers it was really lovely it was really like i just watching it i could tell it was almost like she was giving you like almost like a like a benediction like saying thank you and like it was really it was it was so lovely that like i burst into tears it was really a beautiful moment dan and what you presented her with was uh, it was the Blue uh, Blue Marble Knight Award, uh, Gemini Award, for uh, a lifetime of achievement, both in science and science fiction, presented by Foundation for the Future, which is a nonprofit organization, space organization that Gaze in Space has been working with recently. They actually partnered with us in Vegas. Uh, and they're a fantastic organization, and another group called the Multiplanetary Society. So those two groups came together, and when they heard that I was going to be there for Nichelle's final convention, they, they asked, they said, look, we would love to be able to present Nichelle with a Lifetime Achievement Award, because she truly is the embodiment of what their current mission is, which is to make space accessible to everyone. Um, 
And so I said, well, I can't, you know, I can't make any promises. It's very, very late in the game, but you know, I'll give it a Dan DV try. And, you know, I Dan DV'd it. And they were so happy that I did it. And uh, Gary Graham, who plays Ambassador Soval on Enterprise, uh, he was also the human in Alien Nation, the TV show. His band was mm -hmm. playing. Who was behind you playing the bass in that funky outfit? Who? Somebody was in a real colorful getup. And yeah. I was like, what kind of cosplay is this? Are we cosplaying white? But snake? giving a little like musical accompaniment. Yeah. And it was like a yeah. little, yeah. I was like, ooh. That was great. Yeah. Like, I think I got a rim shot at one point, which it's the first time that's happened. Yeah. Oh, was it the first time? I, I highly, <laughs> a rim shot, Dan. I Very first doubt. time. Very first mm -hmm. Aim for the donut, honey. <laughs> well, you know, Nichelle Nichols is fantastic. And what a, what a great yeah. thing that you got to do that. Um, yeah. Although she may yeah. be retiring from conventions, she better learn to sell pussy in Iceland. You know, I and I also think that, <laughs> I mean, that's clearly her next step. There's, that's what you do after you retire from yeah, here. Thank convention. you. Thank yes, yes that, that is a given. That is a given. Um, but That's I think what I'm going to do as soon as we wrap up this episode. Mm -hmm. I'm going to learn to sell pussy in Iceland. But I, I'm somehow missing this reference. Is there like a, a deeper Mama, reference selling pussy in Iceland? Hello, Truck Turner, where she plays the madam. <gasps> and Raquel, take that fucking jacket off. And those two bitches that left, they better learn to sell pussy in Iceland because if I ever see them again, I'm going to cut their fucking throats. Oh, That's yeah. True. That's true. Okay, People so forget that she also, maybe aside I from making that out. Yeah. Aside from making B movies as well, she was a uh, a jazz singer. <laughs> she worked with NASA too. So, wait a minute. Did you, you think know? I was just cold saying she better learn to sell pussy in Iceland? Well, this is what you were talking about. I'm like, she's 80 years old. What do you mean, sell pussy in Iceland? With, with no context. I'm just, uh, so sell pussy chips. <laughs> pussy chip because honey it's so cold bitch it's so cold off. it's just it just flakes <gasps> off child no but you know what not neota not neota no darling no click language shut up you junkie whore booby you haven't said much what are your thoughts on selling pussy in iceland i've never been there <laughs> to either place he means to iceland he sold a little pussy iceland? okay that's not in sure. iceland all right not, not in iceland. iceland not on christmas <laughs> don't sell pussy not in iceland <laughs> well the episode plural we are covering today <laughs> we are gonna wrap this up with the legendary episodes called endgame which is not just the season finale of Star Trek Voyager season seven. It is the series finale of Star That's Trek right. Voyager. And uh, Endgame uh, premiered May uh, 23rd of 2001. It was a 24 uh, episode season, not a 26 episode season. Oh. So this, uh, so Endgame encompasses episodes 24 and 25 as one episode. Did they show it in consecutive weeks or it was like a one? Oh, I guess it was two weeks then. It, no, no. The, when they showed the end, they showed the end. Oh, as okay. One piece. I was, was like wondering because I, I watched it last night and I was like, uh oh, yeah. oh, there's supposed to be a second part. And I think I saw the whole thing. But yeah, they, it was just, all put together. 
I literally watched it like this morning, like right yeah. after Rue. It was weird. Like I, I thought Rue was going to show up on the on the bridge of yeah. Voyager. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and I have to say, as finales go for Star Trek specifically, but I'm actually going to throw this out to any beloved show that is coming to a close as. Uh, last episodes go. I mean, they bring this to a rousing. Yeah. Now it's yeah. really, really good. Star Trek is can be a little hit and miss for me when it comes to finales. I love Star Trek, but the finales tend to be a little hit and miss for me. Like poor Jake standing by that window, he doesn't know oh, yeah. what, what's happened to his dad. I mean, it's that's uh, DS from Jake and a, the Fat Man. From Jake, Jake and, and the Fat, fat Man. man. Yes. That finale, um, oh, girl, girl, Jake but you know, like, where my Fat Man? Also a rousing finale, but what a down! What a, what a, what a downer! Do you know what this show had a show. fantastic finale? Not Star Trek, but um, Breaking Bad. Did you guys watch Breaking Bad? You must have. never watched Breaking Bad. None never of y'all? did. Oh my never god! Did. Neither had I. I thought I what? was the only one. No. Okay. Oh. No, so so again, Mike Diamond is the freak. Uh, <laughs> again. Again, I mean, listen, once you've done a little crystal, once you've done a little crystal math and sold a little crystal math, it's all old. Why watch it on TV? And why watch it on TV? Oh, wow. Well, then clearly, (laughs) I'm I'm a freak in the morning, a freak in the evening. Okay, that's right. Freak in summertime. I'm in a freak in the morning, a freak in the evening. Take it, Dan. Just like me. I need a roughneck brother that could satisfy Satisfy me. me. That's not me. Um, okay, so a little Shantae Moore. No, darling, that no. is not Shantae Moore. That's a Dina um, Howard bitch. A Dina <gasps> Howard. That's a Dina Howard girl. Oh, no, you lost. You lost what little street cred you had, girl. You hear? Okay, mm, so mm, before mm, we get sad. to the before we get into Dan's donut, I mean the meat of this episode. Hello. Let's, let's do a little table setting because so Dan's do, bloody donut, Ooh. darling. This is a family it's a show. It's a crawler now. It's, it's a, a crawler. The crawler. Who asked for sprinkles? So, <laughs> Ooh, that means he's got HPV. We Ooh. gotta do you down with HPV. Yeah, you know me. She got the human papilloma virus. The virus, darling. Oh, not no. the Omicron virus, darling. The Omicron yes. virus. Yes. <laughs> this is Omicron coronavirus. Wuhan motherfucker trying to try us. Now, let's do a little oh, table yeah. setting. Okay. Yes. So please. before before Endgame, before the events of Endgame, a couple of things have transpired on Voyager. That we didn't know about till before this episode. Till right till this episode. So Neelix has been captured and is performing in some kind of circus. It's a sex circus. Um, a sex he, circus. Vol- he voluntarily left to become yeah. a carny. Yeah. And now he's on like this weird outpost satellite. Uh, you know, drifting right. asteroid. Right. Where you know he's in some weird sex doing circus. Shows. It's like Dumbo, except nobody shows. likes him. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But he's pen pals with Seven. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. Yes. Um, no, Ethan Phillips, a couple episodes, a couple episodes earlier, had found a bunch of uh, Talaxians, Talaxians and has and, you know, decided to dip out. Uh, well, point. that is true. But what I find disturbing is that he hooks up with this like single mom who right. has a, a little Talaxian child. I was right. like, Neelix. Neelix. You know he likes them young. Why? Neelix bitch. does like them young. But oh, it's a no. boy that she got. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like, you know how in the, I guess the 80s, if you were like a single mom, you could like get like some kind of dad figure for your children. Do they call like the big big brother or something? Right, right. Big brother, big sister. Right. Brother, big sister. Uh Uh-uh, Neelix, no. 
No, bitch. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, but 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 in all seriousness, though, I do sort of. I, I remember when uh, Voyager was originally ending. I do remember thinking, oh, like Ethan Phillips is not going to be there at the end. Oh, there he's kind of bowing out and right he beforehand. Was there. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's kind of well, probably it must, just. It must have been a bummer for the actor. Right. That you're not on that oh, final episode. He was done. He filmed that like months previously. For, in, like, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was done. But he's found his people and he's happy. Yeah. Question. Um, guys, is Echeb in this episode? Yes. He is. In fact, he beats. Uh, oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, at Calto, he Tuvok. beats uh, Tuvok. Yeah, at Camel Toe. Yes. So, Dan, give us the setup. How does this start? Um, okay. So, <laughs> as we finally get to the episode. Can I just say how much I am going to miss the hell out of this? You can. Aww. You people are just like, oh, I love you. And I love doing this. And I can't, I can't believe this is the last one. Uh, it's been a joy doing it with you as well. And you never know what might happen in the future. But you know that me and Michael are going to show up at some event unannounced. Unbothered. We are going to bum rush the door and show up at one of your events and, and just and make a scene. ask for a drink ticket. Yeah, and be like, where are the drink tickets? And act all nasty. Yes. Watch. I've been well, to well, I've hey. been to Dan's events and they're off the chain. They're hilarious and a lot of fun. No, and, and act and, you, and act you know awesome. that you obviously need to be there when Kiana Prime makes her worldwide debut. I was gonna yeah. say, oh honey, Hello. You, you know that Miss Kiana Prime has a new project coming out. There's a disco in that nebula. There's a Ooh. disco in that nebula, mm. honey. Mm. Mm. I, I like her top. One I night like only that. at the, oh, continental, the continental Bats, bats. darling. So Miss Kiana, her She's game Dan is House on Betty. point. Her game is on point, darling. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, we're setting up what happened. Right. Oh, Dan no, wait, Dan wait, wait. Oh, yeah, Dan, yes. we have loved having you as a part of this. And you really did up the game for us. Absolutely. Not just by hooking us up with actual Star Trek Voyager cast members and audience that yeah. was all because of Dan. Yeah, um, yes. but, but your you know, key insight, your, your insight, intelligence, your humor, your powdered your humor, donut. It's all been such a gift for that us. legendary powder, that donut. legendary powdered donut, darling. What, honey? That's <laughs> the one. I wish Talk I about a trans war pub. Honey. <laughs> I talk about trans war conduit. You trans war conduit, darling. You trans war. You can do it. Yes. So, Dan, how no, does honey. this episode open? Yeah. <laughs> Bring it. Bring it. Okay, so the episode opens, and th this is really interesting about when, when you hear the writers talking about the process when they were coming up with the script, and, you know, this is right, you know, the end of Voyager is right at the time that the network was saying, okay, now make us another show, and they were like, we are tapped out of ideas, we need a break, we do not want to do another show, and they said, look at all this money, and they said, Enterprise! So, but it was not them at their most creative because they were really kind of tapped out, you know, creatively speaking. Um, so when the idea came up, they had to come up with the idea for the Voyager finale. And obviously the question is, do they or don't they? Do they make it home or do we leave them in the middle of the Delta Quadrant on the journey, you know, on the journey home? And I thought it was an absolutely brilliant idea for them to open the episode 
with the scene of Voyager returning to Earth. First thing we see is Voyager flying over the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. Antimatter fireworks are going off. It's this big celebration. And it's a news broadcast saying that uh, everyone remembers, you know, kind of where they were 20, was it 26 years ago? Something Something like like that. that, yeah. Um, no, it was it was returned. Yeah, it was it was 10 years prior, but it took them 23 years. So it was a total of 33 years. Right. So uh so we start off in the future and everybody's thinking like, whoa, 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 how hang on, that's supposed to be the end of the episode. This is how we're starting. And then, you know, Captain Janeway had to Janeway the hell out of the situation by throwing all rules out the window. I love the temporal prime directive it's much it's much less of a headache when you just ignore it if you just ignore it and she's she's clearly you know 30 years older or 26 or 33 or however many years older because when you first see her she's looking out at the fireworks and she's got like gray hair silver silver hair excuse me you know she, she she's been through it a little bit it's still Janeway but obviously time has passed you yeah, she's still she's still fit she's still stout yeah um but um about 20 years or so has it's been about 20 years since voyager ended right and they're in san been, francisco yeah. no 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 i'm saying like since the actual oh in reality show, voyager and uh, has it been 20 years exact, exactly 20 years so kate mulgrew is 20 yeah. years older yeah and she doesn't look as old as that, she looks in that, and that Captain that Janeway is only 10 years older than Kate Mulgrew right. is. Right. So I was just like, oh, they made her look a little bit older than she really, for Christ's sake, uh, the doctor on Tos, uh, the incredible uh, DeForest Kelly, Tos. The original, the original series. series. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, DeForest Kelly. Those old scientists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, he uh, was on the very first episode of Star Trek, um, The Next Generation. He's like 168. So, like, I think they just made her just a little nerdy. I just thought they made her look a little older than she really would have looked, considering, you know, how well this woman took care of herself. Right. Also, what about poor Harry Kim? Like, yes, he's a captain, but holy shit. You look at him and you think, wow, it has been like a hard 40 years, like a hard 40 years on Harry's face. I thought they went overboard with that. Totally. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, but clearly yeah. he's meant to be a captain because this is I, the second time they've shown his future. And you can still tell that it's Janeway. It's still Janeway. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's, that character uh, is quite fierce as well. I've never orange seen is a new, that. Orange, that's Orange is the New Black. Damn. Yes. Yes. So it's the future. Janeway is now in Admiral. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're all in San Francisco because they got the dollars like that because it's pricey right. there. But that's where Starfleet headquarters yeah. is. But I love that, like in that opening sequence, they show the Voyager flying, um, up, you know, over the Golden Gate Bridge in a scene that's very similar to uh, Star Trek Vor, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, where the 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 uh, Clint, the Vulcan ship, oh, the Vulcan ship flies over the right. uh, the bridge. That's the one with the whales. Klingon ship. Yeah. Klingon yeah. ship. Love right. it. Right. Because like the whales, our tongues transcend, transcend the ocean. Transcend the ocean. Yeah. I just watched that the other day. Okay, so Janeway is an admiral. She's got that sassy silver bob and Barkley is around. Oh, also uh, Barkley and Starfleet came up with kind of a slipstream technology previously in the season that's helping them get home faster. In an episode we didn't cover, I think. 
Yeah, a little bit faster, but not all that much not faster. Like it still, you know, it still took her 20 some odd years to get home. But Barkley's been up in the mix. Right. Yeah. Barkley's been big, up in the mix. The big thing that Barkley did was he made it possible for them to have two way communication. Yes. So they could they could call they could phone home now. That right. was really what Barkley did with the uh, Pathfinder project. Right. Right. And in the in the novels, the Pathfinder project does create a slipstream drive that takes them back to the Delta Quadrant to do stuff. But that's in the you know the books aren't canon. But right. so but I think what they're trying to express in these like scenes of melancholy at the beginning of the episode is that uh, while she got her crew home. It was at great personal expense and uh, she has regrets clearly. And she is formulating some underhanded plan. She's pulling in favors left and right from Barkley, from the doctor. Let's get into the party scene, which is still towards the beginning of the show. Janeway is rocking a nice kind of beige pantsuit with a beautiful like owl pendant. Did you get into the pendant? Oh, it's not just a party, it's a reunion. It's a Voyager reunion. There's Ensign Kim, who is now Captain Kim. Sounds like a serial. Yeah. Uh, there <laughs> is the there is Bolana and Tom looking old. Tom looking much older than Bolana. Bolana looks fantastic. Bolana looked good. Yeah. They did Tom dirty though. They made him bald. Yeah. The, she looked feast. She looked. Uh, feast. And then the doctor shows up with his bride. Recently his, his married. His bride Lana, Doctor Joe. Dr. Joe, because Dr. after Joe. all those years, he decided to take up the name Joe. To go with Joe. I, I decided I couldn't get married without a name. It took you 33 years to come up with Joe. But fantastic that Picardo manly. didn't need special makeup because he's a hologram. He looks exactly the same yeah. 30 years later, yeah. which I yeah. love. Yeah. But they did play Tom dirty. I mean, yeah, even they I really yeah. overdid. I mean, I I think they definitely overdid the makeup on on the guys. And he's a yeah. hollow novelist. Hollow novelist. Okay, and Bellana is like a liaison to the Klingon Empire, right? right? And they have their daughter also in Starfleet. She's an ensign. Yeah, and she's on off on a special mission as well for the admiral. Oh, and there's also Naomi Wildman's daughter. Oh, that's right. We don't see Naomi in that scene, but she has a daughter now. It's like, wow, the best way to like jump forward in the future is to say the current child on the ship now right. has a child, a child. of her own. But exactly. they could have they could have sealed it because then she he sends the little girl off to get Naomi, and they could have sealed it if with if Naomi came back portrayed by Reba McIntyre. Right. That would, would be awesome. Naomi. <laughs> Here's Naomi Wildman wasn't there because in in the story, she's off giving a deposition about the abuse she suffered from Neelix in the past. Ooh. That storyline was oh, yeah. dropped for time, unfortunately. For time, yes. For time. Yes. Yeah. For time. So Janeway's got some kind of thing going on. She's cooking. She's some working kind of plan on something. Yeah. That Barkley's in on. And also. Tuvok's not at the party because he is suffering from some kind of mental thing. Vulcan and dementia. Vulcan dementia, dementia, and Janeway goes to visit him, which is sad. So let's get into this plan or what what she's asking from people. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before you 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 gloss over there, there I don't like your tone when you say that. I'm sorry you don't. <laughs> Listen. It's a bad thing. Look. <laughs> oh, 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 honey. Someone's not wearing pants. 
I it's a pity. You already <laughs> You guys, are you guys thank there? Thank you. That was thank lovely. You, and thank you for tuning in to Fire Chakotay's. with a wonderful journey. All these many. Boy, it's that a is new- end game, honey. <laughs> wow. The end. Wow. Have your cake and eat it too. No, this is a brand new computer. I'm still like, you know, learning. The so by all means, right, drop it on the floor. Right. Thank God it's a podcast, girl. Did you, um, Did you hear me go? Did you hear me go? So manly. Highlight um, reel. Okay, Booba, you were insulting me. I was saying that there was a there were several moments where I teared up and one moment where I cried, cried. Um, but what the first part that I teared up was when she was kissing Duval goodbye. And honey, because that tongue action was off the chain. I was so surprised. Was like, hey, that doesn't seem platonic, Katie. No, darling. A step to pond far, darling. A step to pond far, darling. Just ruin the tender moment. Admiral, no. I'd want Vulcan dementia too after that. I'm going away. And I may not see you again. She leaves a beautiful little frame picture of the cast yes. with a little ribbon on it. And she gives him a kiss and the head and says well, that she she's probably, <laughs> yeah, because she may she probably won't see him again. Yeah. Right. And it was really was a tender moment. Yeah. Like you he's, could tell that she really loved Miss Tuval. He's kind of cognizant, but in and out. He has his right. own twisted logic going on like no the captain comes on sundays and right so you can't be her you're an imposter bitch like you that girl we don't know exactly what she's up to yet but somehow balana we have an idea balana's daughter is involved very bland very bland actress didn't everyone find it really interesting that at some point Mm. during their journey through the delta quadrant in the middle of a duty shift she said, all right, I want all of my uh, senior officers to gather on the bridge for a family photo. It's like, we know it's a still for the TV show, but right. yep. in universe, they had to take that photo. Right. right. I, right. I would have liked to have seen that happen. Like, yeah. who created that? Like, that How do we take this photo? Thing, I, I you know? think it was, I, I'm sure it was yeah. Ayala behind the camera. It was Ayala. Also, and they're, all like, and they're all like kind of like looking up, like trying to serve. But Dan, isn't that the <laughs> same photo that's on the Gaze in Space postcard? Because I, uh, no, I have is. okay, because I have I that postcard, that glossy postcard, and Janeway's all happy, beaming. Okay, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll splice in a picture of it here so people know that I'm not crazy. I mean, I am crazy, but so there's a couple of things that she's doing. She's doing something with Bellana's daughter, whose name I can't remember, Morale. Morale. And She's asking the doctor for drugs. Are you familiar with a drug called Chronexiline? Why do you ask? I need 2,000 milligrams by tomorrow afternoon. I need 1,000 milligrams tonight by tomorrow. By tomorrow. I need 2,000 milligrams by tomorrow. Like right away, like it's- I want a like good very, count. Like, by the way, Nancy the nanny goat. <laughs> I want a good count. None of that scrub yeah. shit, no seeds. Yeah. And of course, like, you know, you are dealing, first of all, you're dealing with an, the admirality, but you're right. also dealing with the captain that you love. You're not going to say no. And you know what? If an admiral says, I need this and I need it now, you're not going right. to ask for the details. Right. Right. But if it, and so no one really pushes her on the details. Right. Uh, like, because the doctor's Bilana, like, what do you even, I need a thousand milligrams. I've worked yeah. my nerves a band. Yes. And even Balana's like, what did you send my daughter to the Klingon Empire? You don't even want to tell me why. And and she's like, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, 
it's top secret. And so she's able to, you know, gather up all these things that she needs. I think the drug is something to prevent some type temporal of... tachyons or yeah, yeah. It was a, a side effect of the uh time travel device that she wants to use because it was made by a Klingon you know that is not gonna be like the super perfect tech safe to use type of equipment so using it would be seriously harmful to a human so this this drug that she asks for inoculates her against that negative side effect so that she can safely travel to the future and Morale is garnering the actual piece of equipment that's going to take her to the future. And then Barkley is kind of like her logistics guy. He's completely in on the whole thing. He's not co-signing on it, but he's doing it out of respect for her and getting her all the rest of the stuff that she needs. The and doctor she- should give her estrogen while he's at it. Okay. So dry. Barkley <laughs> also looking, Barkley's also looking a little busted, you know, because it's been 30 years, but not terribly busted. Not like Tom. Why does Tom look more busted than Barkley? Well, because Tom, they like, they gave him like a bald top of the head, but they kept the, oh, he looks so just, no, darling, no. Too bad, so sad. Too bad, so sad. It was such a statement of the times that, you know, that this show was really run, the major decisions were made by heterosexual white males that they had no problem aging Mm -hmm. up the dudes making them ho- horrific but with the women they were like all right make them a little they bit still older have to look don't okay. make them gross like they right. have to yeah. still be pretty bitch we don't sell cantaloupes out here yeah that's mm. true because even tubug looked rough yeah the dudes looked rough and harry didn't look terrible i mean he didn't look terrible but you know who looks rough those fucking klingons so janeway goes to see ensign paris who's the Klingon liaison. And also I thought the actress was um, spicy enough. Serviceable. Spicy enough. Like at one point she gets spicy with the other Klingons, like putting him in their place. This is my corner. That means I run this bitch. But before she goes to see Morale, doesn't she go to the cemetery to say goodbye to somebody? Oh, yes. And this is where we find out that Chakotay. the dead people are Chakotay. He done died. Akuchi Deda. Yep. A coochie data. Yeah, a coochie data. <laughs> a coochie data, lovely honey. Oh, he's not going to be selling pussy Another in ice. Another great drag name. A coochie data. I like it. A coochie data, lovely. Ch- <laughs> a coochie data, lovely darling. Yes. Oh, that's her full name. A coochie data, lovely, lovely darling. darling. So he's, he's dead, dead, dead. But at that point, she says, you know, she in her goodbye to him, she says, I know that it was hard losing her. She's like, thank you and... for building me that bathtub on that planet that time. Yeah. And so you're, you know, and you're at the beginning of the episode and you're like losing her, losing who? Yeah. Who's he talking about? We know, of course, (laughs) but, you know, so she's trying to right all these different wrongs. Right. Um, And uh, so now we end up on, I don't think we're at the Klingon homeworld. I think we're at some Klingon on a moon or something. On a moon. On some kind of moon. On some moon. Yeah. When Janeway walks in to that Klingon meeting, the first thing she says is something that I have said on many a grinder hookup. Show it to me or I'm leaving. Show it to me or I'm leaving. Honey, yeah. that's my opening gambit, darling. Show oh, it to me or brave. I'm leaving. It was yeah. brave, girl. These, I don't know these men. Exactly. Oh, you, there were oh, you, ton, 
Oh, oh, you excuse you, you? I mean Janeway. Oh yes, that's she. Would she get? Yes. She showed up by her lonesome. By show it to me or I'm leaving. They could have killed her. She, she could. Yeah. She was. They were that desperate to. Huh? That now we're talking about me again. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was that desperate to to get it on, to mm. right the wrong. Well, clearly, clearly, she's she's pretty capable. She's got a kick ass ship. You know, I'm sure right. she was. She had a weapon on her. I'm sure. I'm sure. Part of this was she needs this piece of equipment from this from this Klingon guy, so she, I mean, pretty much buys him a seat on the council. Like that is really. That's like, that's really like, did this guy deserve a seat on the council? No, she just needed this piece of equipment. And so she worked these machinations and, you know, she got this guy a seat on the council by getting Bellana to put in a good word. Oh, is and that like, what she's happened? really, she's kind of throwing away. Is that ethics. the chat that her, her that, ethics? Yeah. That's what Janeway and Bellana are talking about at the party. Are talking about, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. And, you know, Bellana's kind of like, I'll put in a good word. I mean, I don't like but him, I, but. But I don't know how I'm feeling. I'm being all chicken I don't about it. To him. I don't trust yeah. him. And exactly. Well, because she's thinking to herself, as long as I get that piece of equipment, this whole timeline will see right. this. Exactly. So it's like, right. yeah, you want to be on the high council? That's real sure. valuable to you. Enjoy it for the five seconds that you'll right. have. Right. Karath? Right. Right. Is his name Karath? Norath. Norath. Uh, I thought it was oh, Karath. Karath, you're right. Karath? That's yeah. just that's the thing you put wine in, right? No, also me on a grinder hookup. <laughs> a carafe. A carafe. So um, but there's some <laughs> kind of there's some kind of drama, a sookie sookie, where Janeway and Carafe don't see eye to eye for some reason. No, he literally tries to double cross her and change the terms of the deal. First of all, she had her payment was getting him on the council, and he got on the council. Her end of the deal but was then. Okay. That was, the, and that that's the deal. And so then when she gets there, she's like, show me the equipment. And he whips it out and she's like, why does it look so wet? Why that looks so like wet? it has like, some neurolytic pathogen on it. I'm not into that. No, um, but <laughs> no, no, she, um, she, uh, I made a stupid joke and now I lost my, my, my train. I'm so sorry. What was I saying? He, he wanted to change the agreement. He wanted to change the agreement on her and, uh, uh, and, you know, do a classic, you know, a double cross on her. And she's like, no. And she, she's like, well, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to peace out and, and weigh my options. Oh, because what he, he says, wants. Escort Janeway out of here is what he says. Right. Cause what they scan her ship and her little ship, I mean, has that ablative armor. It's got incredible stealth technology. Um, it's got like uh, those a lifetime uh, supply of Boniva. It's what, got some everything. type of photons. What are those photons called? Transphasic. Uh, uh, Transphasic torpedo. tra torpedoes. I mean, with this little ship, he could probably fucking take over the empire. Mm. Like he knows what's on that ship. And she she's says like, it's not for sale. And he's like, then sale. bitch, hit the bricks. Right. Okay. Exactly. Got it. So then later she comes back and she just takes it. She lovely. Just, she mops like, it lovely. Mops. She mops it lovely, unbothered. Because you pay ten dollars to get in a ball, you mop. So she gets away with this thing that she wanted from them, this, this technology. But it's funny that because she's like, you know, she's she makes she, she makes off right, and the, of course the Klingons are in pursuit, and uh, Karath is like, you know, the House of Karath will, you know, till the ends of the universe and blah blah. blah. And she's like, she's like, honey, I'm I'm busy. Bloop. <laughs> I'm busy, bitch. House really, of like, can catch up with me later. Yeah. She's like, I'm out. What do you want? You'll pay for your deceit, I'd love to stay in chat, but I'm on a tight schedule. 
She got things to do. So present day Voyager, Balana is very much pregnant yes. and she's in bed with Tom and she's like, get up, get up. This is it. And they do the sitcom trope of the husband being stupid. Yeah. Right? It was that exact scene that we have seen on like the Cosby show, Growing Pains. Right. It was, it felt to me line for line, like, oh, wow, this is the obligatory. The she's husband can't a baby do it. Scene. Right. But I will say Paris in his little t-shirt and pajama bottoms giving juicy booty. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like giving juicy booty and like a little, little, little tummy. But really? like looking, looking very juicy. He looked juicy. He did look juicy. It's a pity yeah. how he ages, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, mm. he doesn't he doesn't keep that juicy booty. He's flat, darling. So but uh, unfortunately, it is a false pregnancy. And apparently the entire no, no, false, 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 false pregnancy, a, a false a alarm. Pregnancy. I've had false pregnancies. Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. I had to get off grind. You've had hysterical pregnancies. <laughs> I have. Um, you thought you were pregnant. We just laughed. It at was you. hilarious. Um, but um, so, and apparently the entire crew is taking bets on when this baby's going to be born. Now, mind you, uh, while all of this is, ha- including her husband, is taking bets and the captain, but mind you, uh, now during all this, they uh, find a um, a cloud in space. What would you call that? What do they call nebula? It? They find a nebula, and in this nebula are these strange readings that could possibly be wormholes so they booby, go to booby. to so they go to in booby's gagging wait booby's gagging what? you're right uh before they go into the nebula don't we go to uh, don't doesn't the scene show astrometrics oh no a picnic going on oh, oh yeah so there's a picnic on board oh, voyager i what? blocked it because i found it so disturbing i i love this booby, what's the story with this picnic <laughs> Oh, well, Chakotay shows up at one of the bay cargo bays and there is seven of nine pouring wine in on a picnic basket. What is up with y'all? Y'all burnt bitches. Oh, excuse (laughs) me. Except there is love a blooming. And if y'all can't take it, stop watching. There's an onion blooming. Wait a minute now. I would have I would have felt more welcome if when he when that door opened, she had been wearing a thong and a half T-shirt. Hello. High heels. So there is a budding romance happening between Seven and Chakotay out of nowhere. Nowhere. Like literally out of nowhere. Now, all of a sudden, she's having a relationship with uh, Robert Beltran. I don't know. Listen, I would have a relationship with Robert Beltran then and now. Right. Like the man is beautiful. But, but the doctor just... explains that she has been going to the holodeck practicing her social skills with Chakotay it just, before it, this really happened. It's such a false note for me. It's just a really, really false note. Every single time I'm just like, no, this episode didn't really need this. And they do have a nice moment later where he's like, listen, where are you going to end up if we happen to get home today? And the you trail know, of you know, tears, you, you know, you know, you know, uh, uh, oh, she broke oh, his heart. Oklahoma she broke Riddle. his heart at Wounded Knee, honey. Honey, what? Um, that's a song by the Indigo Girls. Um oh. So I, it was just a false note that like, it just, it did not work They have zero me. chemistry. Zero, chem- two incredibly beautiful people. But it was just like, uh, you know, why not the doctor? Like, why not the doctor? Booby, did you like, Booby, did you like that pairing? Or I, do you just I, love love? I just love love. A picnic going on. Yeah, it could have been, you know, Neelix and, um, you know. Naomi Wildman. Terrible! And Naomi, Naomi yeah. Ne- yeah. Uh, uh, Neelix and Manu. As long uh, as yeah. it's consenting. Yeah. Neelix and that newborn Klingon human hybrid that's on the way. 
yeah. yeah. By the way, by the way, you see Manu and, and you see uh, Ichab for one scene where yes. they're playing Kaltel. Right. And then somebody sticks him in a bulkhead somewhere and is like, listen, shit's going down. We'll see you when we get to Earth. Right. And we uh, never see him again. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I think, I think that's why the Chakotay 7 romance had to happen. Because think about it. If you take out every scene of Chakotay's that has to do with that budding relationship he's not even really he's in. not in the episode he's, not he's in a in couple it. of conversations with the captain yeah. but that's right. it so right. it oh, had wow. to be him otherwise was, he would have had nothing to do it was and, to give him something to do yeah, yeah. right they right. they oftentimes would do that like there was <laughs> in next generation there was an episode where um counselor troy decides she wants to become a full bridge officer and she yes takes, like she takes the test to see if she can be you know it's called disaster no that was um disaster was when she was thrust into the captain's chair and didn't know how to do anything and ensign Rowe is giving her drama on the bridge and they can't yes. get off the bridge yes that's such yep. a good episode, that's a great episode. <gasps> but oh. the reason the reason they did that the reason that uh the episode happened where troy is saying i want to be a commander is because they knew bless you thank you because they knew in star trek generations in that movie she had to take the helm during the battle otherwise she would have had nothing to do while on the bridge so they planted that seed but doesn't she crash the ship oh she, she crashes a ship the hell out of that ship oh yes. lord yeah yeah first time she ever gets the calm and she crashes the ship yeah. women am i right <laughs> yeah <laughs> well all the trek actors are, are are really solid especially jerry ryan and robert beltran trying to sell this whack romance trying to sell this whack a picnic romance. you need to suspend a, your disbelief a picnic oh, a picnic Bitch, we don't sell cantaloupes out here. No, bitch. And we'll come back to the to the picnic or that Honey. romance. Um, each heaven that one scene is playing camel toe and beats Tuvok, which is the first indication to Tuvok that something's that he's going getting on worse. in his brain. Right, right. right. That he's so, getting worse. So he already knows he's sick. Yeah. So it's a little, oh shit, I'm lo I'm losing to a, a, a teenager. I'm fucked. Right? Yeah, probably like one of the smartest teenagers in the entire galaxy, but still. Yeah, but but still, yeah, I mean, we're talking about Tuva. Yeah. So there's stuff, there's little side gigs going on, you know, with the crew and stuff like that. But like the the main geesh is that they find this nebula and, you know, and Harry's like super excited. It's like, this might mm -hmm. be a chance mm -hmm. to get home. So they get to this nebula and they are going in the very, 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 very first time yes. before, before the Admiral has arrived. And they are exploring this nebula and what they, and they don't even discover what there is to discover about this nebula yet. But what they do find out is that it's crawling with Borg. The nebula is absolutely crawling with Borg and they turn tail and run. Right. What wasn't that such a great shot? I, I thought the visual, yeah, so interesting because when you introduce a, a board cube into a scene, thank you, Trixie. Thank you, Trixie. When when you introduce a board cube into a scene, I mean, there are only so many ways you can go about it, and you know, trying to yeah. make it. It's it's a cube but they make it look menacing and terrifying. Ominous. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, very, very ominous. They're just evil coming at you in its 
total simplicity of a cube, but they do it where it's in this nebula and it's like the ship comes through the clouds and they are about to slam right into it to the point where Janeway doesn't even have time to give an order. All she can say is, Tom! 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 <laughs> yes, right, yeah, right. Which immediately translated to do your fucking job. Right. Yeah. Get us the hell well, away from this Borg cube. I mean, they're just about to hit. Tom just gets them under that ship. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he, uh, he is the best darn pilot in the galaxy, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you, Reba. The, oh, sure. No thank problem. Thank you, Reba. Yeah, no problem. And, and then um, you see there's, and then for the first time in the episode, there's a quick shot of, so, so the Voyager does not think that they were um, uh, detected by the Borg because there was so much interference in this nebula. But there's a quick shot of Alice Kriege, yes. the, uh, the Borg queen from the film. She does first contact first yeah. contact yeah and she does notice and you know when that first moment that you see alice Kriege like kind of come out she's like all shiny Look and she's out. got the headgear and you know and it's and you suddenly realize because i don't know if they if they publicized this but i remember when i first saw the episode i remember looking at her and finally and finally going wait a second that's oh. that's her that's, that's the, the OG. one from the movie that's the OG queen. Yeah. And and while I love me some Susanna Thompson, there's something about Alice that like she's got this cold menace. But, at the, but then at the same time, like that beautiful face, and there's like this chilling effect Go that ask she has. Alice. Yeah. And you suddenly realize, whoa, like things are things are Go about to get ask heavy. Alice. And I love uh, like I think one of her drones. I think she'll know. Says something to her like, should we destroy the ship? And she's like, no. I'm just going to keep an eye on the ship. Right. But like the way she said it was like, you could tell like, she ain't bothered. She is not bothered. She's not, she not afraid. She's just going to keep a little, eye. she's just toying. Right. And I just like, oh, it's just so good. She has her yeah. green lighting. She's good. She's got her green lighting. She's a little bit slimy. I think she knows. Yes. I think she knows. Yo, I speaking do. about Alice and I think she knows, 10 second story. I did a little bit of magic mushrooms in a chocolate bar about two weeks ago. And oh. I did it. I did it safely, like at home in my bed. And I knew it was gonna hit me when I'm looking out the window. And I saw the pine trees start breathing. The branches started breathing. Wow. I think she knows. I, that's what you said to yourself. You were like, "Oh, I think I, I know. Think she I would have given you some milk. Some milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. Oh, he needs oh. some milk. Bish. <laughs> Give her true. some milk. Give that's her some from that milk. thing with, like when the, the dude's like really fucked up by the car. Yeah. yeah. Give us some milk. He needs some milk. Get him some milk. <laughs> yeah. No, but I had I had fresh pineapple to come down with because for the record, when you need to come down off mushrooms, have some right. fresh pineapple. Right. Yeah, it was delicious. Is that, the, is that true? Is yes, that it an is actual true. tip? Yeah, really? it is. Yeah. Also, you have to stop your antidepressants like a week ahead and you don't eat the morning of and have some yeah. good music. Good it's not going to cut through the, the, the I mushrooms. I think though. she knows. Like the pineapple so, doesn't cut it. it. It it expunges it from your system more quickly. It does. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if it's the citrus. Oh, you know what it is? It's bromelain. It has something called bromelain in it. And that's what counteracts the the psilocybin shut up you junkie whore so the Borg queens she in on the jam and then what happened janeway's yeah. on her super crazy boniva ship 
And she says, put in these spatial and temporal directions. Bring me there, take me there now, darling. And the ship goes on its way. Flashback to current Voyager, and they're on the bridge, and they're taking bets on Bologna's child, and, you know, everyone's carrying on, and Seven is moist, and Tuvok's got his dream catcher. Things are going on, and Harry's but, playing wait, clarinet somewhere. I don't know. But just, re- just real quick, Captain Kim does show up and try to stop her. Right. No, that, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about- And shut up future Janeway. Fu- he's tried to stop Admiral Janeway. Right. And she's to, like- uh, She's like, child, please, I changed your diapers. You said thing. Go yeah, play your trombone. Is, Another tender the, moment where she's she grabs his face and, yeah. you know, and gives him a kiss and saying goodbye to him, too. Right. Oh, I was yeah. just hearing. Well, the, thi- the is it the Saratoga? Is his ship the Saratoga? Or is it like the it's the, the Rhode the, Island? The house the Rhode sad. Island. They gave him the Rhode Island, the, the smallest Rhode state. Island. Like, the Rhode know, like Island? The, that's the shittiest ship in the fleet, honey. I don't even get the it's, like, it's a garbage scow. How I'm like, you? I'm pretty sure. Aww. It's like, oh, Harry. Wow. Wow. Um <laughs> he's so, but but I, I think that and he's like, he's like, lower your shields. I'm stopping you. Barkley sold you out. Right. And then she talks to him. And I think the only reason that he allows it to happen is because, you know, just you know, he also crashed the ship and crashed right. voyager and got home with uh with uh with to be with his girlfriend with the fucking eyebrows got home yes. and like you know and then they made it back like so he changed the future once already that's how they do that's how they roll to save everybody so i think it like how could he say i'm not going to allow you to do this when i did it myself and yeah. he oh. he said they decided to keep it in the family right, right. right. but we and also, then he attacks that klingon we, ship we, so that, we so, can't we can't skip over the academy scene where oh. he's teaching the board class. Okay, yeah. the cadet who asks over the question over oh luscious uh, yeah super Bam! cute dude. Like, woo, we needed more of that in the show. Like, do you yes. know what he looks like now? No, I do uh, not. I will show you. Ooh, Hold up. Oh, How you God. know? Because, honey, I've been to the future. Because you a stalker. Because I've been to the future and back, bitch. This is what he looks like now. Whoa. Oh, Damn. Cute. He is cute. Still cute. Still oh. cute. He's a cutie. Yeah. You'd, oh, show, you'd show a picture of the of the female uh, cadet that um, that asked her a question, except Betty White died a couple of days ago. Oh. Um, dead, dead, dead. <sighs> this is the cutie pie. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He asked the question, did you look in the Borg Queen's eyes when you said you were going to destroy Unimatrix? Well, which I think by? is a badass fucking question to ask, right. by the way. Yeah. And then the ensign bitchy, asked- like, could be gay kind of question. Like, yes. Right. Right. Can you, yes. can you describe the look on her face when you did that? It was like, oh, did she gag? Did her face crack? Exactly. Gaze. And then yeah. the, the female yeah. cadet stands up and is like, so I heard you abandon your lizard baby. <laughs> like this, this class has given her fever and honey, she storms out. But she wasn't looking beautiful tonight. So anyway, listen, all the machinations work and uh, uh, future Admiral Janeway is able to traverse time and space and get to Voyager, uh, pre- quote unquote, present day Voyager. Yes. And her uh, her first command when, when she comes up on screen to younger uh, Janeway is, you close know, the close rift. the rift. Close the rift. In case you didn't notice, I outrank you, Captain. I'll do it. Close the rift. Also, honey, also from my grinder dates on the way out, uh, close the rift. 
close the rift. I'm have not you taking got, like, the shuttle bus leaking everywhere. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> close the rift. I outrank you, you. Do you have some hot wire so I can cauterize this thing? Suture me up now. Now. There's blood everywhere. Close the rift. Close the rift. I Miha. So, yeah, so <laughs> so this, you know, so this rift is opening and everyone in present day Voyage is gagging. So the two Janeways meet up. The two Janeways occupy the same space and time. How does that go? Normally, when they do the whole one actor playing multiple characters that are talking to each other, yeah. that's hit or miss. Yeah. It, it yeah. really requires a really, really good actor yeah. to nail scenes like that. Because unless you have someone who is giving you full on performance, you know, uh, across from you, you're playing off of nothing on both sides. And yeah. I mean, Kate is- You're such... playing off a stand-in, asked Jerry Ryan. Um, but Kate is such a brilliant performer. I, I love, love, love the scenes and the exchanges between Admiral Janeway and Captain Janeway. Maybe we should go back to sickbay. Why, so you can have me sedated? So I can have the doctor reconfirm your identity. I refuse to believe I'll ever become as cynical as you. It's so perfect in that they're both like ego driven, you know, like uh, potential conquerors of the, the galaxy, just at different stages of, of their life. And it's so interesting to watch, especially the scene where um, Captain Janeway says, I don't want to know about the future, the temporal prime directive. And Admiral Janeway is like, just screw the temporal prime directive. And Captain Jane went, no, we could never, da, da, da. And then a few minutes later, she's like, wait, hang on, Tuvok's sick? Screw the, screw the temporal prime directive. Now, tell me, tell me everything. And then, of course, there's Tuvok. What about him? You're forgetting the temporal prime directive, Captain. The hell with it. I never felt like it wasn't two different versions of this of, of Janeway actually there speaking to each other. At this point, we find out that older Janeway lied and knew that within the nebula was a trans uh, port hub, uh, a trans warp hub. A trans that was, warp network. That, you know, this is how the board get to all four quadrants of the right. entire galaxy. Right. And this information was held back by the older Janeway. And, you know, they're, they're, you know, and younger Janeway is taking older Janeway to task. And finally, older Janeway says, listen, you know, uh, uh, Seven is going to die in a couple years this way. Uh, Tuvok, uh, 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 Beltran is destroyed, Chakotay is destroyed because of it. And, so and drinks then, himself to death in a casino. So older Janeway just wants Voyager to go through the specific uh, transwarp hub aperture that leads to the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah. Raise, you know, raise the uh, incredible new uh, ablative armor shielding technology that we have. Just scooch right on by all those board ships and go home. That's go it. Home. That's her. That's her objective. Younger Janeway, obviously, thinks, hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to get home. But there are only six of these transwarp hubs in the entire galaxy, if we destroy this, it could save millions, if not more people, because the Borg would be, would be down that, that advantage to just put yeah. ships wherever. And of course, because she's younger Janeway, she's like, screw it, we're gonna do both. 
let's figure this out. We're going to have our cake and eat it too. Right. Which I thought was a very funny too. line. Like, oh, that's adorable. We can't destroy the hub and get Voyager home. There's got to be a way to have our cake and eat it too. Younger Janeway's like, come on. There's got to be something, something, uh, an idea that you, you know, rejected because it was too risky. Uh, and, you know, and then finally older Janeway, you know, finally turns around and says, well, there was this one thing that I mm -hmm. did consider, but it was just too risky. And then that's the plan that goes into effect. You don't, you haven't heard what the plan is yet, but you know that it's going to, it's going to be a risky plan, but like, you know, that's the plan that they're going to go with. They're going to try and get through the conduit, but also destroy it. And while this is happening, Ms. Go Ask Alice has been in contact with Seven of Nine through her regenerating thing. What is it called again? Her alcove. And Seven's like, bitch, you don't, don't own you. me. You I don't, don't know, know you. You ain't shit, bitch. I don't answer to you. You know, at one point, like the queen is standing next to her and turns to her and just and moves very close to her face and kind of like cups her face. Very, very chilling. Very, a lot very of face powerful. touching in this episode. A lot of face yeah. touching. Yeah. But just very, but like just juicy acting. And then to turn her out sends like a little vault that knocks her out, but doesn't kill her. But the gaslighting is so intense because she says to her, she says to Seven, and I wrote, I actually wrote it down. It says, On a paper you've plate? Always, you've, uh, on a paper plate, as I Work, tend to do. Work. Uh, the last paper plate. The last paper oh, plate. Last paper plate. Finally, finally, Booby will send me a notebook now. It'll be yes. too late. Yes. Um, and says <laughs> to her, it says to her, you know, you've always been my favorite. But she says it in this conspiratorial way. Yeah. That like you kind of believe, like I could sort of believe that that you know you you, you played favorites with Seven, and she says, you know, I've left them alone, and that's the inference. I've I've left Voyager alone because you are my favorite, and I'm just letting you do you. But I will assimilate them, and how will right. that make you feel? And it's such a harsh threat. And I don't know if it's gaslighting, or if she means it, or she doesn't mean it, or maybe oh, it's a she little probably bit of both. Means it. Or yeah, but like the way she says it, and it's such like manipulation. You know, you've always been my favorite, and Huzzy. that's why you huzzy, and that's why that ship still exists. Mm -hmm. And whether it's true or not, like it left me chilled. And I've watched this episode like twenty times. Yeah, but like I, I in that moment, I'm still like damn like it's such a hard choice you're giving seven right. and she's like but then why are you getting down with chakotay what i mean like, even the queen was baffled she's like, she's like, she's like with a coochie moya i'd rather ask a real you were my what favorite the hell? you and were my favorite not that chakotay isn't fine as hell because he is but they just together they make no sense i'm sorry yeah they just they and just so don't. Yeah, and of course she wakes up and 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 tells the captain this and wakes and, up. You know, she gets flung by an electrical bolt. yeah uh, yeah across the the bulkhead. Yeah. But it's it's just it's a great scene between Jerry and Alice. Just a great right. scene where you're just like whoa, like the stakes are high. Oh, he needs no. some milk. And so now Jamie's like, "Fuck this. We're not. It's not worth it. Nah." She's like, "We're not going to do it unless everyone says let's go for it." Yeah, and Admiral right. Janeway off to the side looking like, oh, my God, these fools, these goddamn fools. I'm yeah. giving them a way home. I, I love that in that meeting, you know, after she says this to the senior officers saying, you know, when I stranded us here, that was my decision. I'm not going to do that again. So if we're going to destroy the hub and stay here, it has to be a decision that everyone makes a unanimous decision amongst all of us. Um, 
And I love that as soon as she was done speaking, every head or eye, everyone kind of went to Harry, like straight to Kim. Like this bitch is going to whine and complain mm -hmm. and yeah. say, no, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go, right. go home. Like, I want to go home, guys. Um, so, <laughs> but then he surprises everyone yeah. by giving, and I think it was really great for Garrett that they yeah. gave him that speech. Because yeah. nice he moment. gets to give the rally uh, the rally call. The, yeah, to yeah. the to the journey. You right. know, like I was like, let's do this. Maybe it's not the destination that matters. Maybe it's the journey. The journey. 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 He's gonna go live with his parents. He's gonna play the oboe. He's gonna have this girlfriend with big eyebrows. He's, he's hoping still, he'll finally get freaking promoted. He's still an MC. Exactly. He's hoping he gets laid. Come uh, on now. For real. You know, he hasn't gotten a piece in seven years. Now, even the holodeck turned itself off. Even the holodeck in. was like, it was so like, no, sad. sorry. So sad. Damn. So they all agree. You know what? Let's stay on this side of the quadrant and destroy that trans warp hub. And fuck it. If it takes longer, it takes longer. Is that the truth? And that, and that is what, and, and Captain Janeway, watching this then has that little tete-a-tete -tete with younger Janeway where she realizes oh you know what I made a mistake I thought this was my crew this is your crew right they are loyal to you and I came in trying to control this situation and then that's when they start working together and honey two Janeways that's like having 10 Janeways better yeah. than one yeah, yeah. So when they, and that's when she says, listen, there's got to be something and they figure out something. I, I actually think that what they figured out was, was poignant and ingenious. Well, quick temporal question. If their plan went according to their plan without a hitch, would there be two Janeways in the Alpha Quadrant? It ends up being- it, But if it, it, does, if it had and, gone like the right. way that they wanted it to- <clears throat> Right. Would there be two Janeways? No, I don't think I don't so. Think so one would disappear. Well, I think yes. once they got to Earth, the older Janeway would cease to exist because that future never happens. And older she women would are exist. invisible in our she, society. It's true. I think that it would like she would exist until Janeway, until Voyager pops in front of Earth. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it, I think the future would have been changed and that Janeway would cease to exist because that future ceased to exist. Right, Although, but then the question the question becomes, how could she have traveled to the future to bring them back if she never existed? Isn't that called that a grandfather right. paradox? It's a grandfather paradox. Right. And then also the technology, the technology is still exists, whether Janeway exists or not, the technology still exists. See, this, it's a and, paradox. And can, can we talk about the, I really wanna talk about the technology those new shields, the new oh. weapons, that like all of this amazing stuff never shows up in Picard, Discovery. Like, it, it's like, oh God, do you know how difficult it'll be to do the, the things with the, and they just kind of forgot about all of it. I mean, but there are like 400 timelines in Star Trek. Well, yeah, I mean, there, there can be an infinite number of them, but the yeah. thing that really, unnerved me about the tech is that it's one thing for Admiral Janeway to say, I want to save my crew, get them home earlier. Yes, I don't know how many people will die because of this. It, it's all a, a question. I don't know. All I do know for sure is I miss my friends and I want, yeah. I'm going to get my friends back. But 
she's giving the Borg of present day time access to weaponry that is 30 years more advanced. The Borg get a hold of that. There is no question mark. They have just leapfrogged their already massive arsenal into something like that could be the whole galaxy would be fucked if the yeah. Borg somehow managed to leapfrog 30 years of weapons tech. It's like, I know you yeah. love your friends, man, but let's calm down because that's some crazy shit. So time travel fucks me up. I need 30 seconds. I have to grab a beverage. I'm so, so dry. Of course. And just a quick little side note. Booby has something to do in sort of, Booby, what's the, what time should we finish for you to make your By point? a quarter to. Okay, by a quarter to. Give me literally 30 seconds and I'm then we'll counting. come back. What you what? I'm a count. <laughs> Bitch, you ain't huh. never counted. <laughs> Little does she know she could drink as much as she wants. Still gonna stay dry. <laughs> so dry. Did you catch her boobs? Dusty. Oh, did you catch her boob hanging out of the bottom of her t-shirt? <laughs> Ooh, I thought it was I thought it was a softball, but no. I thought, I thought it was a great but no. Ugh. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, hi. Y'all were saying some nasty shit about me. <laughs> no. Well, why just, would we do that? I need to crack open this beer. Are you having a beer? What about it? I could drink. I could drink. I'm not driving nowhere. That I ain't got beer. To you. I've never seen you have a beer. That's that is not so bizarre. Bitch, this is ginger ale. Oh, I was Come a good honey. Now. Just like you. Extra dry. Extra dry, oh. darling. Oh. Extra dry. But I make, but I make you feel okay. better. I make you feel better. Hold up, wait a minute. Hold up. Okay. That, hold up. that was my line when I used to work the by the highway. Hey, Mister, I'll make you feel better. <laughs> I, I could take out my tooth. You got five dollars. You want to make you feel better? Ride. You want to take out my tooth? Yeah, I'll take out my tooth. You may feel worse tomorrow, but you'll feel better tonight. You could call me Mary Jane. You could call me Mary Jane. I'm gonna oh lean my. out the window. Look, I'm gonna lean out the window and smoke, but you do what you gotta do. You gotta you do what you gotta do, honey. Honey, whatever. I don't care. No, but not by the street light. Don't be crazy. Well, I'm, no. only, I'm only 14. I'm All right, I'm 54. Leave me alone. I'm not trying to go back to jail. I'm not what trying to doing? go back to jail. Oh my god. Yeah, okay, what? Y'all got tobacco stained fingers, and yeah, I got tobacco stained down there too. That's what right. about it? Are you bugging out? It's $5 extra. Put your finger in my butt. No, <laughs> I said not by the street line. No. <laughs> Drink your beer and shut up. I need to go back to Bronx. Okay, so <laughs> I just want to say. Oh, Lord. Please say something. All that timeline stuff, it's so confusing to me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> really? No, it really yeah. is. I was like. Yeah. Anytime there's timeline stuff, I'm like, wait, what happens if she goes back in time and then they go back in time? And so what happens is Admiral Janeway and Miss Queen Alice, they have a little okay, sort okay. of face to face. But Janeway is there. The Admiral's there via hologram. She's not really there. So the plan is set in motion. Yeah. The plan is set in motion and Admiral Janeway heads off on, on her ship and then she's having a little almost like a mind meld kind of talk with the board queen. Right. And she, and the board queen goes to cup her face. There's a lot of face touching in this. And she's like, oh, bitch, yeah. I'm not really here. I'm not really here, darling. You better serve it if you want to give it. That's right. I'm talking to you, bitch. 
And don't you think the Borg Queen would know that that was a hologram? I would think so. I I would think that she would know. She'd be like, okay, you're using some kind of device to talk to me. But but evidently the device is that fierce. And so what Admiral Janeway says to her is like, look, Heifer, look here now, Huzzy. You let them through your trans-warp Tamisha Iman network, okay? And you can have this future tech. Is that the gist here? Yes, she okay. says, uh, and the way she sells it to the Borg Queen is quite believable because, you know, as the audience, you're watching and you're not quite sure if Admiral Janeway is off on her own doing something that the crew doesn't know about because what she says to her is, look, I forgot how incredibly self-righteous I used to be. But I don't care. I am here to get that crew home early. So I will give you the technology of my ship after you physically drag Voyager back to the Alpha. Have a cube tractor beam them through. Yes. Yeah. Okay, right. Which sounds like something Admiral Janeway would say. Send a cube to tractor Voyager and drag them back to the Alpha Quadrant. It was very, very plausible either way. And um, yeah, so now we've got the Borg Queen who, you know, I have to say in all the, especially with the face touchings, she exudes sex. Yeah, I agree. There's something about Alice's performance. She makes that slimy glitter like to her skin sexy, even though it's slimy and gross. But the way she just, she just like exudes it. And when she has the moment with seven, with the, with going in with the face, it, what you were my favorite, there's always an undertone of sexual uh, desire on the part of the border queen, which she then also gives to Janeway as well. When again, goes for the face. You've always been my favorite. I think it goes a step further into sexual manipulation. I think the Borg Queen is going to win, and she's going to win by using sheer might, technology, force of will, sexuality. Like this being, like this being, she's going to use what she's got. And it's not even on a, a, like she, because clearly this you know, the board queen has different bodies, but the, but the program is ancient. So you're dealing with like this creature that like, she's going to get what she wants. Right. Like she gives data a blow job (laughs) and then actually says to him afterward, was it good for you? Uh, You know, you know what? So it's incredible. Oh my God. I never thought of it that way, but you are a thousand percent right. She is the person who has had every kind of sex that could be possibly imagined. And every person she talks to, she talks to them like, yeah, I could have you in a minute. I could have you. I got you. I had you in another timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, she's like, when did she give data a blowjob? In uh, first contact, she gra- she grafts real skin onto right. his arm, and, yeah. and then she leans down and blows, and blows on it, and the hairs stand up, and Data goes, 
Oh. And she's like, was it good for you? Yeah. Oh, but no. it was, it was a blowjob. Like it was, she was, she was stimulating him in order to bring him closer. And, and like, honey, she's just using whatever she's got to manipulate well, you know, the situation. And it's so powerful. Only an AI knows what an AI wants. Yeah. And in the, in the hands of a lesser actress, it could have been like comedic right but she just yeah. sells it she sells it so good mm. when she says that line don't be tempted by flesh like the way she flesh. says flesh it's like damn i think i just came right. why yeah <laughs> how did that happen well you know yeah. star trek is known as one of the most erotic franchises in the game <laughs> come on come on isn't it funny that like I, only the only the white people get laid but did LaForge ever get laid in eight years? No. It's chasing after that holiday program of Leia Brahms. Right. Being all creepy and weird. Oh, that was so stalkerish. I didn't feel that. Yeah. That and then he finally, then he really met her. And she was like, get away from me, you creep. I don't know you. And she's like, I'm married, you blind fool. Right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. 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 You can't see me and you certainly can't have me. So I don't now, see you. I'm and Dr. Leabrams, darling. Dr. Leabrams, darling. I don't want no fucking tacky bitches up here, honey. Okay, you need to conduct yourself properly. Now, mind you, yes. the uh, Voyager is barreling back toward this nebula and uh, and enters the conduit and is barreling toward home. Mm-hmm. Mind you, it, it, you know, at Borg headquarters, uh, Janeway and, uh, and uh, the Borg Queen are having a battle of wills, but the Borg queen, you know, turns the tables on her and says, I triangulated your position and beams her aboard. And she thinks like, I got you. But of course, Admiral Janeway, as does Captain Janeway, she's, she's playing 3D chess. Like she, J- Admiral she's Janeway playing was the bait. Calto. Yeah. yeah, she was the bait. Yeah. And this is like, she, you know, she was actually hoping to get uh, um, assimilated. Ass- assimilated. Not feeling talkative. Which is what happens in an act of violence. The queen assimilates her, and uh, what happens is <laughs> in an act of violence. In an act of violence, as, oppo- as opposed to those non-violent assimilations. <laughs> well, but you know, this is not going to hurt at all, honey. In an act of you violence, gonna like it. you're going to like old, it. You know, old Janeway, good right. old Janeway, gets gets assimilated. But what she really does is delivers a neurolytic pathogen into the board collective, which starts creating mayhem, and that Drama. is what gives. Uh, the uh, the Voyager that little extra added moment to to destroy those conduits within the conduits and the Borg Queen starts to fall apart and Balana yes. is having her baby. Balana is having her baby, of course. Right. Although Tom is not by her side, he's piloting. I'd ask for a divorce. I'd be like, yeah, whatever, bitch. I need you here to hold my hand. Make sure they give me my morphine. Hmm. She sends him away. She sends him oh, away. Oh, she does? Yeah. yeah she's, she's like, she's like oh, you go pilot, pilot, you go pilot the ship because you need to get us oh, on. Oh, I watched it yesterday. Yeah. So, so apparently, uh, you know, so everything's falling apart and this entire Borg headquarters, you know, starts to like blow up, but there's one sphere that uh, has actually uh, neutralized the pathogen and goes after Voyager and actually swallows Voyager into its sphere because, you know, the spheres open up and, and it draws Voyager to within and the sphere. And 
On the other side of this rift that's opening, Starfleet headquarters, including Tom's dad and Barkley, they're like, yo, something's going on. Something's coming through. I Bring want every ships. ship in the vicinity to yeah. get there. Get here. Yeah. If you, you can make it by railway. That's right. Oh, no. And so I don't care how you get here. Just get here if you can. Right. And you can make a month. No, no. No, wow. no. Gator, no, no. Gator. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anita. I'm going to Detroit to be close to the auto industry. So, <laughs> oh, Gator, okay. I'd be so happy if you were queer. I figure if they're stupid, they're straight. They're straight. And if they're smart, they're queer. they're queer. It's so true, Anita. Oh, Anita. <laughs> so, anyway, so they're on Brain the, fart. they're by Earth and they're waiting for whatever's going to come through the rift. Well, and there's there's also if I could just jump in real Please. quick yeah. when when she's disintegrating when the board queen's body is literally falling apart she's yeah. like oh god this is no she just rips it off and throws, she throws it her arm and it didn't it didn't dawn on me until just now every time we've seen the board queen they come up with a new way to put her together in the first scene that we see, you know, in first contact, the head coming down right. and then in uh, dark frontier on Voyager, the arms came out and then the legs came out and she came together. This is the first time where the special effects budget was spent on disassembling her, not putting her together because when we see her, she's already together. She's got it together. She's got it together. But then once yeah. the pathogen comes in and I love Kate's uh, line of must be something you assimilated. It's like, yeah. Bitch. <laughs> yeah. Bitch. It's not bad yeah. enough. You're making her disintegrate from the inside. You got to give her a snap, like, yeah. Must be something you assimilated. And if you keep it up, I'm going to snatch that ponytail out your motherfucking head. And so this uh, spear comes out of the conduit, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and. Uh, the Voyager's inside of the sphere and outside there are all these Starfleet ships. The sphere blows up because Voyager blows it up from the inside and they're home. No wonder they made her an admiral. She ended up on the far side of the galaxy. It should have taken her a hundred years to get her crew home or really, let's be honest, they should have just died. They, right. they <laughs> you know, they should have just died. Like, how the hell did she fucking do this? But Captain Honey, because got her crew home. Uh, that's Catherine Jane Slay. Don't yeah, play Captain, with her. Captain Jane Slay, Don't honey. play with her. Yes. And she got her crew home. And it's such a satisfying ending. Like, at the end, I was like, oh, my girl did it. Yes. I agree with everything you just said. But I would tack on to that that when the credits started to roll, I got real pissed because I wanted to see what would happen in the actual timeline. Like I want, as soon as I saw that fleet of starships and there's, you know, Starfleet headquarters and, and Voyagers, it's like, what did Seven of Nine do? I wanna see what Seven does. I wanna see, you know, what Tom Paris does. I wanna, you know, so it was done so well that by the time it reached the end of the two hours, I was so in that I wanted two more hours that followed up. I really, really enjoyed it. And of course I've seen it many times before. I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, of course I love 
Kate Mulgrew. So I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the little trickery that they did was fabulous. You know, Admiral Janeway's death scene as the Borg Queen also drops dead. What I had an issue with was like, they obliterated an entire other timeline. Yeah. So more than once on this show. More than once, but you know, so does that mean that Tom Paris doesn't become a hollow novelist? Does the doctor not call himself Joe and get married? You know, I understand you wanted to get Tuvok home so he could get his prep and that, you know, you want to keep Seven yeah. and Chakotay alive so that they could be in divorce court in five years. But now, now. Yeah, so I don't know. Like that part of it was like, ooh. Well, that's the that's the really big question about Captain Admiral Janeway's choice. Now, she's in the future, so she could have chosen to have gone back to any point in time. The episode right before this finale, poor Mr. Carey. Remember from engineering, mm. the Starfleet officer. The Joe- one that Balana punched in the nose? Yes, the one that was supposed to be the chief engineer, but Bolano was yes. better. He, you know, just got, and it was like, he was relegated to doing, I don't know, the dishes. Mm. He didn't yeah. get to do anything cool. And then at the, finally at the end, right before they're about to go home, they freaking kill the guy. It, I felt bad for, I felt really bad for him. But then you have to think, well, Captain Janeway, you really show massive favoritism to the people you love the most. We are family. It would not have been hard to have gone back in just enough time to save Carrie's life. But she's like, you know, no, that's a lower decker, so I don't care. And that's what we're going to stay. Right. That that aspect bothers me. Or like even, you know, go back to the very first episode. Yes, exactly. yes, girl. This, I will say that as finales goes, this was yeah. a nice sort of mirror image of the premiere. So she's presented with the same situation. Do I save a bunch of lives or do I yeah. get my crew home? Yeah. And so it was an interesting parallel how they did that. Um, yeah. and I think at, at one point, Admiral does say to her, you know, you chose to strand this crew in the Delta Quadrant because of these stupid O'Compins. Well, I think she also, I don't know if it's said in the episode or if uh, Kate Mulgrew had said it, but the question of why not just go back in time enough to stop you from being stranded in the Delta Quadrant. Yeah, yeah. She didn't want to take away the time they had spent together as a family, but apparently it was seven years. Like that was that we need seven years to be a family. And then after that, we need to get the F home. So that's when we'll break all sorts of laws and stuff to make sure we get home. Maybe they just wanted to get rid of Neelix first before they did anything drastic. Get rid of Neelix. Yeah. And Cass. Oh, Voyager is my favorite uh, Star Star Trek is one of my favorite things in the whole world. I live my life by by the edicts and the morality of Star Trek. Nerd. Uh, uh, but Voy- no, I really do. I, For I, real? I, I do really you? do. I'm a, I'm a humanist, yeah. It's why I'm a, a humanist. How can you be a and, humanist? I'm, You're not even human. Uh, t- it, it's, it, listen, it takes work. You know, I was a nerdy, fat, gay. How uh, was Tuesday? Hang on, you're gay. Tuesday, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, but but Star Trek uh, made me feel included, mm. and so I just want to say, what a great show, and what yeah. great, you know, what with a sense of adventure, and uh, and how great this was to do this with these people that I care for so much as well. What a great show we made as oh. well. 
Yes, Booby. Uh, well said, Matinga. Absolutely I, well said. I, I, I totally yes. agree. Thank you, Booby. You want to elaborate or that's good. Thumbs up. I love how this movie was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I got somewhere to yeah. go. Though. It's a pity. <laughs> It was real cute. It was real cute. It was real cute. It's been a, you know what? It's not the destination. It's the journey. It's the journey. It's the journey. Yes. So it's the Fire, journey, Smollett. Fire Chicote has been a journey for all of us. It's been such a thrill. And of course, such a thrill to have Dan Devi with us. Yes. Along this bumpy road. Now, Dan, if people want to know more about gays in space, how can they find out more? They can find us on all the social medias at Gaze in Space, three A's in Gaze, three A's in Space. Uh, our website, Gaze in Space, three A's, three A's dot org. Um, and uh, also, I, I, I would just like to say, I have learned so much by doing these podcasts with you guys that, uh, I mean, I feel like I should have been taking notes. And like at the end, there should have been like a test. Like you, you guys should have given me... Uh, are you finally gay enough test at the end? And I should have kept notes, but I didn't, I didn't think of that, but you know, no paper every, plates, no paper, no paper, plates. No paper plates, nothing. Um, so it's uh, every, every time you, you guys invited me to be a part of this, I was always so happy and honored to do it. And it is something that I've, that I always look forward to uh, because I don't, I'm sure you don't know this, but you make me laugh like a lot, like a <laughs> uh, shit ton. And it's, I know that when I see you guys and we do one of these, I, I'm going to get the warm, the feels and the laughs and the, it's just been, and the whole time talking about something that truly matters and something that I truly love. And, you know, I, I, I too live my life by Roddenberry's philosophy. And so this has just been an absolute 1000% pleasure for me to have been involved with. So thank you. Thank you guys for, for including me and for, and for making fire Chicote. Like I can't, I don't want to imagine a timeline where there's no fire Chicote. So well, then stay away from Admiral Janeway. Yes. Yes. And thank you, Dan. We've loved having you as a part of this. I live my life according to Judge Judy, which is don't come in my mouth and tell me it's Christmas. Yes. And it has been a thrill to be with Dan and Matinga and Booby talking about something that I love so much. And audience, we thank you for coming along on this endless journey through the Delta Quadrant that we call Fire Chicote. Thank you so much. This is Mike Diamond. This is Miss Matinga. This is Booberella. And special guest Dan Devi of Gaze in Space. Space. Over and out. <laughs> <laughs>